morning, everybody. Welcome to breakfast, the class. Uh, so the question we were going to ask, we were going to do yesterday, which we never did, was at the end of the parasha, we have two chapters, two paragraphs that are inserted into the Shema and give us the commandment uh, uh, to say the Shema. We have Kadesh Likol Bechor, and it gives a reason. It should be for a sign on your arm, a remembrance on your head. Because uh, it should, because with a, with an outstretched hand, Hashem took us out from Egypt. Um, we also see etc. So we say we we see that we have two other times that we have the commandment of tefillin. The two other times we have are in ve'ahavta and ve'haya. So the question is, how do we connect the tefillin to yetziat mitzrayim? Because it's telling us specifically. And that you should know that, that the Torah should be a map, but it should also be a remembrance of leaving Egypt. What does Tefillin have to do with Yetziah Mitzrayim? Huh? So, Rav Cook answers actually that answer. He says, These are reminders that Hashem took us out with, a, with an outstretched hand. And since Hashem took us out with an outstretched hand, when we put on the tefillin, we're reminded that Hashem took us out of Egypt. I thought also it's funny we named the Zeroah, the, when we have the Seder plate, it's the Zeroah, and we use that word. What about seven? What about seven? Seven over here. And what does that have to do with Egypt? Oh, seven days that we're going to eat matzot, we're reminded... Okay, I like that one, Elliot. It's a stretch, yeah. So the question also, the question also is, where do we have what tefillin look like? Where's the earliest that we have tefillin that we read about tefillin that we know that the tefillin that we wear today are similar to what the tefillin they wore in ancient times? It seems in the Torah we really don't see any. Any uh, description of tefillin. The only description we have tefillin is in the Gemara. Is in the Gemara, right? So the first time we have description is the Gemara. So that's not more than two thousand, two thousand years ago. We actually have a pair of tefillin they found from from that that period in the in the Dead Sea by the Dead Sea Scrolls. So now, uh, the, the, the question really I was thinking about, where do we have and why do we have this aspect that tefillin? And I always wondered, you know, the people who only go by the written Torah, right? How, what, what kind of tefillin did they wear? Did they just take a scroll and tie it between their eyes? Did they take a scroll and wrap it on their arm? Like, how do they know what it's supposed to look like if they don't have any Torah Shabbat pair? So it's interesting that... The, uh, the rabbis actually teach us something very interesting. They tell us that one of the reasons we wear tefillin is because the tefillin we have in the, in the tefillin shel rosh, how many compartments do we have in the tefillin shel rosh? Four compartments. And in each compartment, there's a different paragraph. There are four compartments, 
four paragraphs. Tefillin shel yad. How many compartments? One. And what's in that compartment? How many scrolls? Only one scroll, but everything is on the single scroll. So why do we divide the top one into four separate and the bottom one into one single? What's, what's behind that? So the rabbis tell us that this relates to our senses. Our senses. We have four senses that relate to the head, which are seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting. And we have this, the, the, the arm, which relates to the sense of touch, the sense of feeling. So we, we have really many of the rabbis bring pretty much the same thing. We see the Maharashal brings this. We see Matei Moshe brings, the Levush brings. We see all these different rabbis bring pretty much the same explanation. Al-Hazro can get the, 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 on the arm because it relates to the, to the feeling of touch and on the head because it relates to the other, the other four. So some of the rabbis suggest, how does it relate to Yetziat Mitzrayim? In Yetziat Mitzrayim, we related to Hashem because through the plagues and because of Yetziat Mitzrayim, we could relate to Hashem with all our senses. So when we put the tefillin on, it should remind us to relate to Hashem with all of our senses. All of our senses should be to connect to Hashem, our sense of sight, our sense of hearing, and there also has to be a level of appreciation for each of the senses. The other thing I was thinking is, that when you put the tefillin on, tefillin shel rosh, tefillin shel yad, you connect the two. We say that when the priest asked whoever is afraid and doesn't want to go to war, said, what sin did they commit? That they spoke between tefillin shel yad and tefillin shel rosh. I guess that's a source that tells us even in the desert, they must have had tefillin. And where did the tefillin come from? So now, if they had the tefillin, they weren't supposed to speak between the two. If they spoke between the two, they didn't go to war. Why would that stop them from going to war? Because the idea is to connect the machshava, the thought, with the action. When you're a slave, your actions are dictated by your master. But when you become free, your actions are dictated by yourself. So perhaps we could say, that the idea behind Tefillin and Yetziat Mitzrayim is now I have to connect my own thoughts with my actions. I'm responsible not to act rashly without thinking. I have to think. I can't say my master told me. I have to think before I do. Then I saw something really fascinating. I saw an Israeli historian. He brings up and he says that this idea of the box on your head, perhaps he says they took it from Mitzrayim. And he points out that when you look at Paro, all the pictures of Pharaoh, you always see he has something here. What does he have there? The serpent. He has a nachash, which we said in the story with Abraham, that this makes Jesus in some level Gilgul nachash. But he's saying the nachash in Egypt is to protect Egypt, to defend Egypt against its enemies. And he's wearing this nakash, which relates to his gods here. But there's something more interesting. There's the goddess Isis. Isis is uh, apparently the married to Osiris. I don't know, all the Egyptian, whatever. But if you look at the pictures of Isis, 
she is wearing on the top of her head a stepped box. And I took the pictures last night because I couldn't believe it. She's wearing a stepped black box. Now what is that? And she's not wearing it here. Where the pharaohs wore it here, she's wearing it on the top of her head. And it's in the symbol of like a throne, steps like the throne. But our tefillin also have steps. We have the bottom box going into the upper box. I said, they, so he suggests that the royalty, the nobility of Egypt, wore headpieces like this. And that's where B'nai Israel could see that that was something, something chashuv, something important. And perhaps they now, all of them are going to crown themselves with this tefillin shel rosh. And we say, when it says that, that, that they're going to see Shem Hashem on you, we always say, what does that mean that they're going to see Shem Hashem on you? They're going to see what? Your tefillin shel rosh. They're going to see your tefillin shel rosh. So how do we connect all of this to Yetziah Mitzrayim? So we're leaving Egypt. We were slaves in Egypt. We weren't able to make decisions on our own. Now we saw Hashem is in control of everything. We have to have a complete appreciation for Hashem. So when we're putting on the tefillin, what are we thinking? We're thinking that I'm binding myself to Hashem. Because Hashem took me out of Egypt. I was a slave to someone else in Egypt. Now I move to the level of servant of Hashem. So I'm binding myself to Hashem. Then we put the arm, we put the head, and we have the have in mind. I'm connecting my machshava to my as to my action, my thought to my action. I'm thinking. I have four senses in my head that God gave me: sight, hearing, smell, and taste. And I have a sense of touch in my hand. We could also think that all of these senses, there was a pagam against them. There was a, a, a English pagam. A negative, a what? A blemish. a blemish on them when? When Adam and Chava sinned. Because what happens? She, see, she, hears the, she, see, she hears the snake. She sees the fruit. She touches the fruit. Maybe she smells the fruit. There's different opinion. And she tastes the fruit. So you have all of the senses got together in the sin of the, the Ed Sadat. Now what happens when I'm putting my tefillin on, I'm having in, in mind that I'm going to be metaken, the sin also of Adam HaRishon. Because it's really the sin of Adam HaRishon that if you go through the whole chain, ends us in Egypt in the last times. And in Egypt, we have to be metaken everything. So when I put on the tefillin shelyad, I'm thinking tefillin shelrosh, all of my senses. And finally, I do ve'erastichli. When I'm doing ve'erastichli, what is that supposed to be reminiscent of? A wedding ring, marriage. I'm not just a servant of Hashem, but I'm bonded to Hashem. I'm connected to Hashem. And it's almost like the idea that we have in the beginning of the parasha. Bo el paro. Hashem tells Moshe, Bo el paro. No lech le paro. Not go. Come with me to paro. And when I put there, verastichli, I have to think, whatever I'm going to do throughout my day, I'm not alone. Hashem is taking me with me, with Him. He's holding my hand and bringing me. This is my connection. So there's so much that we could do when we put on the tefillin to connect ourselves and change our whole day. Even a person who doesn't do anything else, if he just puts his tefillin on every day and has these thoughts, 
it'll change his whole day. Yeah. Ah, very nice. So, so what I do all what I do after because you can't talk when you're doing it because if you talk you make a thing. In my head, I say edits because you have really eight because you have the extra wrap to go. I do edits of Achalav Udvash just uh, to connect to the eight. Tell me, did uh, King David have a crown? King David. I don't know. Did he have like a tefillin on him? He must have had tefillin on him. Like the Egyptian, I mean like... Oh, with the, with the chair? Yeah. No, I'm saying they must have had this idea of a box wasn't... Someone would tell you the idea of a box is so strange. Yeah. Where would you get this idea to put a box on your head and a box on an arm? How would it be acceptable? People would say, what are you, nuts? Right? What am I doing this? Right. But, uh-huh. but the reality is it wasn't something foreign to them. I because they saw the royalty and the nobility in Egypt... Wore boxes. They wore boxes to the Avodah Zarah. We're going to be the opposite. Our boxes uh, connect us to Hashem. No, I just wondering if King David walked around with tefillin all day. I think King David walked around with tefillin on the one side, and on the other side, what did he have? A Sefer Torah bound to his other arm. Wow. Yeah. Baruch Adonai Amen.